You know, I'm I'm trying, I'm trying, but people are are, are pushing pushing me out the way. You know, I I'm I'm trying, but so and so is blocking my progress. I'm trying, but every time I get up, no one's there to help me. I'm trying. Apple, so many times I find myself giving excuses, and maybe you can relate. Remember, anything I'm sharing with you, it's because Holy Spirit has dealt with me, okay, or is still dealing with me. <laughs> so I'm speaking from experience, good and bad. So many times I find myself giving excuses, albeit legitimate excuses. No one helps me. Like, you know, God, sometimes I say, Daddy, nobody's here to help me. I'm so tired. I, I just want help. Apple. Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharon Smith. The Good Apple is a place where Christ follows at any stage of your walk biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of people kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor and as the world has collected it We are the remnant of God's people, the good actors, in our bodies, Welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple with me, your host, Dr. Sharonda Simone. I do pray that you are well. I pray that your family is well. If you or someone you know has been impacted by Hurricane Ian, just know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for mercy. I'm praying for relief. And I'm praying for comfort and protection for you and your family in the name of Jesus. We do just want to say that uh, the devil is a liar, you know, and he is going to try everything he can to get you discouraged. He will try natural causes. He will try physical ailments. He will try financial problems. He will try marriage and relationship strife and stress. The devil is a liar. And whatever way he can, he will try to attack. But just know that we are praying for you, community here at The Good Apple. We're praying for you all, and I just pray for restoration sevenfold in the name of Jesus. Whatever Satan has stolen from you, it will be returned to you in the name of Jesus. Claim what is yours as Christ followers, as children of the Almighty King. Now, apples, if it's your first time tuning in, thank you so very much. We really appreciate your being here. I know that I am so very grateful and blessed for this awesome community of men and women who love the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And if you're a returning listener, thank you again. I know every episode I say this and it's because I mean it genuinely from the bottom of my heart. I'm so grateful for each of you and you give me encouragement and a reason to show up each and every Sunday. So thank you so very much. Now, the last few episodes that I've shared, uh, you guys have really, really been enjoying them. Really all of the episodes, but in particular, the last two episodes, you guys have been reaching out to me and just seeing how much you enjoyed those. And I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for the feedback. Those of you who send me email messages or text me or message me on Facebook, Instagram, I appreciate it. Thank you for continuing the conversation for continuing to show up each and every week. 
I appreciate you. All right, now you know that every Sunday I do a good apple shout out and this Sunday is no different. So right after this quick break, I'll come back with our weekly good apple shout out. So stay tuned. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by DrSharondaSimone.com. Christian lifestyle, beauty, and evangelism. It's the one-stop shop for lots on the low living, home decor, motherhood, aging gracefully, and Christian lifestyle inspiration. So be sure to check out DrShondaSimone.com and join my exclusive email listserv where you'll get content specially crafted just for you from me. Head over to DrShondaSimone.com for more shout out goes to hannah hannah is a member of the good apple community particularly on instagram thank you so very much hannah we really appreciate you being here i'm so happy that you are getting spiritually blessed by the conversations and the information that we share here so hannah from instagram thank you so very much for being here god bless you richly in my christian women's community group i share a lot of my intimate discussions with God and my personal growth and struggles and such. So if you're not a member of the Women's Christian Community, then make sure you click down below. There will be a direct link where you can sign up. I would really love to have you in that community. I do a lot of communication throughout the week and I have a lot of special giveaways and just ways for us to connect with Christ and also with each other in a genuine way. So I invite you personally, if you are a woman who loves the Lord and you also enjoy beautiful things, then please be sure to join the women's community. Very simple and I'd love to have you, okay? So one of the things that I have shared recently in the women's community group is from John 5. So I'm studying John right now. I've been studying John for the past few weeks it's a very casual Bible study, so there's no set plan. It's just me reading the Word of God, whether it's in the physical Bible or on my YouVersion Bible app. But I've been focusing on the book of John. Holy Spirit had me start it, and each time I get to the end, I find Holy Spirit bringing me back again to the first verse because there's just so much that we can unpackage and digest. And while I do like Bible reading plans, I really enjoy them. I also see that I get a lot more when I sit on certain Bible verses or certain Bible principles versus just going on to the next. Okay, so I believe there is a place for having a set schedule going through, you know, day after day. I think there's definitely a place for that. And then I also believe that as Christ followers, for us to truly grasp all that we can from the Word of God, sometimes we have to sit in it, you know? Sometimes we have to revisit it over and over again. And each time I read Bible verses, even ones that I have known since I was a little girl, each time I read them, Holy Spirit opens my eyes up to something subtle but impactful each and every time. So I encourage you, if you are someone who reads through the Word of God consistently, which that is awesome. Also, too, make sure that you're pausing. You know, ask Holy Spirit, say, Lord, is there something more for me in this verse, in this story, in this passage? 
help me to get all that you have for me because the word of God is truly alive. And based on where you are or what season you are in in your life, you will see different things. You will get different things from the same verses that you have known many, many years. So I am studying John. And as I'm studying it, reading through it, I gravitate to John 5. And I shared a little bit about this in the email community. And I also shared it on my Instagram. And I'm sharing it again because you know some of you don't follow me on social media some of you don't get my emails so i just want to make sure that as many people as possible can hear this because it is just so impacting it really really is and i pray right now lord uh, if we can let's just go to lord in prayer lord i pray that you will help all of us to get what you have for us from this episode, Lord. Thank you so much for your living word. Thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to earth and saving us. And thank you, Lord, for giving us the word of God that is our lamp to our feet, God, that is our guide here in life. Thank you so much. Lord, thank you for allowing us comprehension to understand the word. And we ask that you give us wisdom God, to truly receive the word. We ask for godly wisdom, Lord. Anything that is not of you, we shut it down right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to truly surrender our heart and our minds and our bodies to you so that we can decrease and that you might increase, Lord. If there is anything ugly, dirty, dark in us that we need to expose, God, please expose it so that we can fix it with your help. And we ask that you send us people around us, God, to help us, Lord. If we are in, in the way of making excuses why we can't accomplish, why we can't achieve, why it's not working for us, Lord. If we are in the way of making excuses, God, help us, Lord. Show us our, our errors in our thoughts. Help us, God. Surround us with people who can give us guidance and love and reassurance and godly correction so that we can grow in you and accomplish all that you have set for us in this life, Lord. This we ask in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you are able, go ahead and grab your Bibles, okay? We're going to turn to John 5, and I'm going to be reading from the NIV. So John 5, NIV, and it reads, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him laying there, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in his condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. At once, the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. Now, apples, upon reading that, the first thing that comes to my mind is, wow, God, you know, look at this. This is amazing. 
there was an, an ill man, 38 years he had been afflicted, okay? He was lame, he wasn't able to walk, and Jesus comes upon him as he's going to one of the Jewish festivals, all right? And he sees the man among many other people, right? Blind, lame, paralyzed, and he sees this man and he looks at him and he asks him one question. Now, he asked the man one question. However, the Bible is noting that Jesus learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. Now, I don't know how he learned this information. Was it intuitively because he is, you know, Jesus? Did he just know it that way? Was it because he had a conversation with someone else who told him, oh, he has been ill for 38 years? Or did Jesus speak with the man himself? and find out that he had been afflicted for 38 years. The Bible doesn't say in the book of John. However, I always like to say, okay, Holy Spirit, what, what are you trying to say? What more is it that you want to give us in this verse, in this you know, story? And it's, it's a true story, it's not a parable. Okay, this actually happened. And it says in verse six, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Apples, today Holy Spirit is asking you, do you want to get well? You've been in your situation for many years. You have been in poverty for many years. And let me just say something about money. Okay, my church is actually going through a, a lesson right now, a whole series learning about money. It's called Mind Your Own Business. And I think that's just so awesome. It's very, very good teaching, biblically sound teaching. However, this is a conversation that my husband and I had many years ago because we would talk with people, Christ followers, you know, who love the Lord and who are committed to serving God. And, you know, you would talk with them and say, okay, well, here are our financial goals, right? Whether it's my personal or, you know, me and my family, here's our goals. And upon talking to certain people, the response would be, oh, well, you know, I don't need to have all that money. You know, I don't need a bunch of money. I think that's just greedy. You know, for me and my house, we're just going to make sure we have just enough, right? We don't want to be in excess. We don't want to be greedy. And, you know, the common quote from the Bible verse is, you know, um, basically that, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. And that is exactly what the Bible says. The love of money is the root of all evil, right? Greed is the, I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's the love of money. So anyway, in these conversations that my husband and I would have with, you know, various Christ followers, the consensus was, well, look, you know, you can do what you want to do, but as it comes to me and my family and our finances, we are not going to, you know, be in excess, you know, leave that for someone else who needs it. Instead, I'm going to make sure that I have enough to take care of the, the mouths under my roof and make sure there's a roof over my head and I'm not going to live, you know, any bigger. I'm not going to acquire any more than I need just to take care of me and my own. And on the on the first glance, you would think, oh, yeah, you know what? That makes sense because, you know, we shouldn't be greedy. We shouldn't, you know, want more than we need, right? You, that, that would be the thought process to say, well, yeah, excess. Mm -mm, God talks about that gluttony, you know, being selfish. But apples, let me ask you a question. Anywhere in the Bible does it say that when you amass money, you should give it or you should only keep it for yourself. Does the Bible say that? No. In fact, it says, give to other people. When God blesses you, you are to give to other people. So 
as my husband and I were talking many years ago and we realized that, you know what, there is a, a, a problem in the body of Christ. You know, a lot of people say, well, I am not going to get all this money because I'm, I don't need it. I think that's just being greedy. Right, that is being greedy if you keep it for yourself. Apples, out of love, let me tell you, if you do not have enough to give to others, then that can be a problem because the Bible calls us to help those who are in need. But if you only have enough to help yourself, if you only have enough to cover your bills, if you only have enough to take care of your family, then how are you going to be able to bless other people? And we can bless people with words, but we should also be able to bless them when they're in need. And if we read in Matthew 5:42, NIV version says, Give to anyone who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. All right, this is what the Bible says. If you come across someone who is in need, a prayer is not always what you need to do. You can pray, but you also need to help the person when they're in need. But if you only have enough to cover yourself and your family and your bills and your needs, then you don't have enough to give to others. And so money, what, it, what money does is it exposes your heart. If you have a generous heart, when you have more money, you'll be able to give generously. If you have a selfish heart, when you have more money, you'll behave selfishly. You'll do only for yourself or only for your circle. So one thing that I just want to point out, and again, this is not the, the focus of today's message. However, it's just something that was on my heart because, again, my home church, we're going through a money series right now. I just want to remind you, Apples, that having money is not a sin. Having enough for yourself is not a sin. But when you have enough to take care of yourself and your loved ones, and then you have excess, then you can be a blessing to ministries, right? Then you can tithe even more. Then you can help your neighbors. You can truly help people who are outside of your circle. And then you can have a bigger influence for Christ. And, you know, there are times when I will you know, be going through even like the dollar store. All right. And there is someone behind me and I see, okay, even if I, I know or don't know if they have enough money to cover their bill, it doesn't matter. Sometimes Holy Spirit, so I'm not taking the credit myself. Okay. Holy Spirit will tell me, cover their bill, just cover it. Now, if I only had enough, only had enough just to cover for Sharonda and her household, then I would not be able to listen to the prompting of Holy Spirit and to be obedient. And when I do, you know what I'll say? I'll say to the person, they say, oh, well, you know, I'll cover that. Don't worry. And of course, their eyes get big, right? It's like, what? You're going to pay my bill? You don't even know me. And I'll say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, you have a blessed day. God bless you. And you can see the, the, the look on their faces. It goes from one of shock to one of like, what? And then it's like, oh, wow. And then I always make sure to say, God bless you. It's God who's doing it, not me, right? The Bible tells us in Matthew 5 that we are to, to be light in this world. We are to be visible in this world. We are to be salt in this world. And when we do, then people will ask us, how are you living so great? How are you able to bless others? How are you able to help other people out? And then we quickly must say, it's because of God. We give God the glory. So I just wanted to point that out because 
there are so many times that I talk to Christ followers and I get it. You don't want to be caught up in greed. You don't want to be caught up in, you know, the, the spirit of, of, of mammon, which I, is, is money, right? You don't want to be caught up to where you are worshiping money and loving money. But having money isn't a sin. It's what you do, what your heart is doing. All right. That is where you have to be careful. So I encourage you, if you have enough for your family, if you have enough for yourself, but you could do other things to earn more money, even if you don't need it, someone else does. Bless them. Bless them with your increase. Right? Tithe into ministries that are, are going above and beyond to serve God's people and to spread the, the, the gospel around the world. Tithe to your local church. Tithe to ministries that are doing God's work. I just think that as Christ followers, you know, we should be the ones who are the biggest givers. The Bible tells us that people will know we are God's people by our love. And love is an action. It's not an emotion. We can love on people financially because so many are out there and they don't have the money. They don't have the means. They don't know where their next meal is coming from. And they're willing to do unscrupulous things to get by. But you can step in. Remember, having money or even opportunities, let's take it away from money, having opportunities, having resources, it shows who you are. It magnifies who you are. It doesn't change you. People think, oh, money changes someone's heart. No, money doesn't change it. It exposes the heart. If you're a giving person, more money, more resources will highlight that. It will expose it. If your heart is that, you know, maybe you're selfish and, and you want to keep just for you money and opportunities, it will expose it. So again, that is not what I wanted to focus on today, but I feel like it's very appropriate and it's just something that we should, as Christ followers, you know, out of love, as Christ followers, let me just let you know, I mean, there, there is a proper way to have excess. And when you have excess, then you give to others. You be the salt. You be the light in someone's life. You be the light in your community. Okay. Um, so anyway, going back to the actual message for today. All right. So Jesus saw him laying there, this man that was afflicted for 38 years. Okay. And he asked him one simple question. Do you want to get well? Apples, Holy Spirit, he's asking, do you want to get well? All right. There is something in your, in your life that has been in affliction for months, weeks, decades. And the Lord wants to know, do you want to get well? And look at this, okay? So the invalid replied, the sick man replied. He didn't answer Jesus' question immediately, okay? He didn't say, yes, I want to be well. No. What did he do? He said, sir, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. And so what was he doing, Apples? This ill man for 38 years, okay, he was ill. He began to give excuses why he couldn't get his blessing, why he couldn't get his healing, why he wasn't well. Now, those are all legitimate reasons, right? 
But there are still excuses because that's not what Jesus asked him. He didn't say, is there a reason why you're not well, right? He said, do you want to get well? He said, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, but people are, are, are pushing, pushing me out the way. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying, but so-and-so is blocking my progress. I'm trying, but every time I get up, no one's there to help me. I'm trying. Apple, so many times I find myself giving excuses. And maybe you can relate. Remember, anything I'm sharing with you, it's because Holy Spirit has dealt with me, okay, or is still dealing with me. <laughs> so I'm speaking from experience, good and bad. So many times I find myself giving excuses, albeit legitimate excuses. No one helps me. Like, you know, God, sometimes I daddy, nobody's here to help me. I'm so tired. I, I just want help. He still asks the question, do you want to get well? Do you want your blessing? Do you want your breakthrough? Then he said, well, when I'm trying to get in, someone, boom. They get there first. They push me out the way. Someone else gets the promotion. Someone else gets, the, get, gets to it before I do. The question still remains, do you want to get well? And so Jesus responded. He didn't even address the man's excuses, all right? They were legitimate. Now, please, I keep on re reiterating that because I don't want you to think that you don't have legitimate reasons why you are not well, okay? Why things haven't worked out for you. Those are, they're legitimate. Some of them are, are, are not, but the majority of the, you know, of the issues, it's real. No one was there to help you. You know, your parents didn't give you a good launch pad in life, okay? Your spouse wasn't good to you, all right? The economy really, it, it, it took a turn for the worse. You, all your investment money is down, Right? You really did try your very best to be healthy, but boom, the doctor gave a negative report, a negative diagnosis. I mean, there are legitimate reasons why you have not gotten to where you want to be and where God wants you to be because sickness is never God's plan for your life, okay? But Jesus didn't even address that. He didn't even say, there, there, I understand. It's not always your fault. There, there, I get it. Nobody helped you. He didn't say that. What did he say? He said, get up, pick up your mat and walk. He gave a direct command. He gave a direct command. Jesus heard what the man said. He understood it's not easy. I mean, he's sitting there for, for years in this sixth state. Jesus knew that. But he said, look, mm -mm, that's all irre irrelevant because I'm telling you to get up. Pick up your mat and walk. That was a direct command. Apple's Holy Spirit is telling you to get up, pick up your mat and walk. Do the action. Sometimes we get so comfortable in the excuses. Okay, I'm talking to myself here, Apple, so please don't think that I'm sitting from a higher point telling you something. No, no, no. I'm right along with you. Okay, we're doing this thing together. Sometimes we get so comfortable in the asking, in the waiting, in the excuses because they're legitimate, because we really did try. We, we really did. We really did try. Okay. But someone got there first and no one's there to help us. It seems as though everything is working against us. So we get very comfortable in the asking. We, we, we get very, very comfortable in sitting right beside the pool, but never getting up, never taking that next action or being so downtrodden and discouraged that we just stop trying. So see what happens, this, this pool near the sheep gate 
okay, it was a pool. And this pool, when it was stirred, was believed to have healing properties, all right? So we're sitting there, we're right beside the pool, right beside the blessing. But because things keep happening, legitimate things keep happening, then we've kind of just become complacent and we stopped getting up. We've stopped walking. We've stopped picking up. We've stopped doing the actions. And all we do is now we just refer to the attempts that we tried and have failed. Apples, Jesus said, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And at once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and he walked. Apples, this is the praise moment for today's episode. Pick up your mat and walk. Do the actions. Do the actions. Because that is what is going to get you to your healing, to your breakthrough, to your blessing, to your increase. All right? I encourage you to read the full you know, message for yourself. All right. So John five verses one through two, eight. Okay. If you read those, let me know when you do, let me know what Holy Spirit is showing you, you know, pray, pray that God would show you what excuses you have become accustomed to giving, whether they're legitimate or not. What excuses have you become accustomed to, to, to saying, what situations have you just accepted as, you know what, I, I tried and other people get there before me. It's been going on for 30, 40, 50 years. And so I've kind of just given up because in the past, when I did, it didn't work out for me. When I did give my effort, it didn't work out. Ask Holy Spirit. He is faithful. He will show you what you need to work on, what you need to pick up, what mat you need to pick up. This week, I challenge you to ask Holy Spirit, what excuses have I been giving and what mat do I need to pick up? I really pray that this blessed you. If it did, please let me know by reaching out to me. I enjoy all of the emails that I have been getting. Thank you so very much. And also, if you're not following on social media, I will have all of my social media handles down in the show notes below. And again, if you are a Christ follower, you're a woman, and you also enjoy Christian lifestyle, decor, beautiful things, then please, I invite you to join the women's email community. All right, we have lots of fun over there. I just finished a giveaway for the month of September. We had two giveaway winners. I gifted my self-care package that, you know, I just find helpful for myself. And so I wanted to gift that to two wonderful women. And then, of course, a little extra bling bling in there. So self-care package as well as some bling bling. So lots of good things happening. I invite you to be a part of it. I really, again, I, I'm so grateful that you're here. And I pray that you continue to show up. And I pray that this message reaches you and that you're able to have a life transforming from it. So thank you so very much for tuning in and until next Sunday. Remember I am Dr. Sharon Simone.